a big hello and welcome to my show Unbound. I'm your host Mamta. This is a space which is curated for people from different walks of life who have sailed through uncharted waters and they are here with us to take a deep dive into their personal journey so we can find our inspiration and nuggets of wisdom. So let's get started and unravel unearth and uncover a story of an absolute unstoppable human. who has dared to achieve the unthinkable come let's unbound together she's a traveler writer and adventurer who has been to 23 countries her debut book dreaming of everest has been an amazon bestseller and chronicles her 130 km journey to the everest base camp Leading marketing at National Geographic India, a part of the Walt Disney Company, she has brought home many accolades including India's top 50 PR and communication professionals. She is Sachi Dhillon. Hi Sachi, welcome to my podcast Unbound. How are you doing today? Thank you for such a warm welcome. I'm doing very well and I'm so happy to be here with you. It's an absolute pleasure for us to have you Sachi. Were you always a determined person? Not at all. In fact, when I was uh, in college and just starting out on my professional journey as a marketer, I was not very sure of where I wanted to go with this and whether this is the right path for me. It's only in the last few years where I feel that this sense of confidence and focus uh, as well as clarity in terms of what i want to do has come probably as a result of my various experiences during my travels and during my working career so i'm from chandigarh born and brought up over there i did my schooling as well as my college from there i have studied economic honors after which i went abroad i was in the uk to do my masters and i think that's where i really changed as a person when i was in chandigarh staying with my parents of course it was a very guarded atmosphere and when i was in the uk i was pretty much left to do things on my own plan my day on my own and uh, that that just helped me grow up i feel so in hindsight i think that it's always nice to get out of your comfort zone and go out there and experience things of course there were many challenges that came my way not only when i was studying but even when i was out there looking for my first job in london that was in the middle of the recession which was a very difficult period starting out with odd jobs trying to find your way there eventually i came back to india because of some visa issues at the time work permits were limited and i've been back here since the last well over a decade now although all this time i have been traveling as well because that is something i'm really passionate about travel solo travel specifically and i have to say i've been doing this way before all of the social media and google maps and everything else came into the picture so it's been quite a interesting journey super so tell me when and where did this travel bug really bite you when was that first time you know that you had that rush that oh this is something i love so i think it was my first 
solo backpacking trip across Europe. This is when I was living in London and uh, my friends couldn't join me. So at that time I thought, okay, might as well go because I don't know how long I'm in this part of the world for. I did get lost many times. I used to, as you can imagine, there were paper maps at the time. So I would hold the map and try to figure out which direction I'm supposed to go towards. I did lose my way, but eventually over these experiences during that trip, while I went to many countries then and post that also I've been to many different parts of the world on my own. It's really helped me find myself, I would say. After getting lost so many times, of course, the people that you come across, largely they are good, they are helpful, is what I found as, you know, a solo woman traveler. Um, of course, you need to keep your wits about you and go with your gut to stay safe. Um, but overall, it's been such a wonderful, fulfilling experience. And that's when I really started enjoying writing about my travels. That's, that's you know, baby steps towards my first book, uh, which came out last year. Absolutely. And many congratulations. So tell me a little bit about your strengths or talents as you look at it, which has really helped you reach where you are in life. Communication, definitely. I think that's a strong point that I have, whether it's verbal and of course written is something I can say as well now. Um, that's that's for sure one of the top strengths I would say. The second one is just being open-minded, being open to people, experiences, challenges, come what may, but just the ability to keep going. So I think the third one would be grit. And those moments have happened with me from time to time for various things, whether it's, you know, getting your dream job or um, again, I know I keep going back to the Everest example, but the other time that comes to my mind is when I was actually standing at Everest Base Camp. It was freezing cold, it was snowing, you know, of course I was cold, but I got goosebumps there as well because I got to meet an Everester who had summited the peak twice and she gave me a motivational speech over there and that was really out of the world. Now that you're reliving the moment with us, Sachi, why don't you exactly tell us what was that moment like to be at the Everest camp and also after this, tell us that what is that really inspired you to dream of Everest? So my journey to the Everest Space Camp actually began um, somewhere in 2018. I had just come back from another trip to Europe and while it was amazing as always, but I just felt that, you know, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. Of course, I'm going and seeing a new place or a country, but it's that run-of-the-mill thing that any tourist would do. So I just felt a bit unsatisfied or I felt like I needed to challenge myself and that's when I thought of every space camp which is one was one of my bucket list items and then it really worked just like that like that idea didn't get planted or seeded after looking at or watching a movie or reading something just like that you picked this idea so I've always been a fan of hiking and walking and nature in general 
so I was just thinking, where can I go next in terms of a trek? And of course, EBC comes up right at the top when you're looking for one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So I did ponder over it. It's not like I saw the trek and I signed up for it right away. I actually thought about it for a good month or so because I was scared. I had never been for a high-altitude trek before. And high-altitude is generally any altitude above 8,000 feet because it takes your body even longer to acclimatize since it's pretty much 50% of the oxygen levels at ground level. So I was very nervous and I can't tell you, I trained very hard for six months leading up to the trek, which I finally went on in May 2019. I would go to the gym, come rain or shine in the middle of this freezing Delhi winter. Even when you couldn't see anything outside your window, I would still go. And then I would come back and I would climb up all the way to my apartment, which was on the 19th floor at the time. And I would go down again with a backpack, you know, just to increase my lung capacity and uh, stamina as well as endurance. So I was trying to do whatever I could while living here, working um, at the same time, working towards this dream of mine, which was to go to Everest. Uh, overall, the experience was transformational. It was, you know, when I was training for this experience or wanting to go to base camp, I was so nervous that I never saw Everest in my dream. So I wasn't even sure if I would make it. And primarily because of the high altitude and, you know, the all sorts of things you read on the internet about what can go wrong. It started off on a really adventurous note where we had to take this tiny plane which flies to one of the most dangerous airports in the world, which is called Lukla. The first time it missed the landing strip. Then we <laughs> had round two where we went back. Again, we didn't know if we'll make it or not, but thankfully we landed. And um, five minutes in, there was this torrential rainstorm. The group got scattered. It was just crazy. You know, one of those experiences where you're thinking, oh, it's Murphy's Law. Maybe I made the wrong decision. You're second guessing yourself. But then you keep going. And the scenery improves. You're in the lap of some of the highest mountains in the world. It was such a humbling feeling, I cannot tell you, because all of the troubles and worries that we generally carry with us, they just slowly started to fade away. With every step, every day you're walking 9 to 10 kilometers, it just felt like I felt lighter. And I did actually lose a lot of weight also by the time I reached base camp. But that, that was not the only reason. I uh, felt light, but I just, it was such a meditative experience for a week till you get to base camp and then you're back to a place called Namche Bazaar. There is no connectivity whatsoever. So you're completely cut off. They did hear from you for a week and you were in no contact. I was not contactable and that is when things actually went downhill for me because um, I got this Khumbu cough, which is well-known in that area. It's a high-altitude cough. It just became progressively worse every day because we were gaining altitude. We were also walking a lot. It was stressful for the body because it was not something I had done before. And, you know, 65 kilometers one way is no joke <laughs> in a week's time. So oh, it was one of those things that happened um, towards the end, which is when we were nearing base camp. My situation 
got really worse in fact um, now when i look back and i think back i really wonder who carried me there uh, and i joke about this also maybe it was the himalayan yeti because <laughs> i was delirious i was tired i was sick uh, you know feverish coughing away and people who had been walking alongside us not only people in a group it's it becomes a small community when you're cut away from the rest of the world so you know people who i had met along the way they would tell me you know hurry up if you don't make it the weather's taking a turn for the worse you might just have to go back and it was little things like this which made me even more determined to get there so i really don't know what got into me that i made it there finally and i managed to make it back also i wouldn't say in one piece <laughs> because i was not in the best uh state uh, but um, again you know where there's a will there's a way and i also feel that magical things happen so close to base camp when i was supposed to come down to gorakhshep which is the last stop before base camp which is where we were supposed to rest for the night i really needed some hot tea it's snowing there is this high uh, force you know gale winds blowing you don't even know what the temperature is it's below freezing and i just wanted hot tea and out of nowhere comes this sherpa who was actually again wearing a national geographic hat imagine what are the odds of that happening and he offered me tea so it's it's experiences like that which um, really make you wonder <laughs> wow wow i actually got goosebumps listening to this sachi i mean indeed and you know what comes to my mind is will you will you actually do all of this all over again i would go somewhere else there is this really beautiful uh, mountain which is known as the matterhorn but there is a place i don't want to go back to it's a mountain called amadablam i need to train more for that though because it's a technical peak for which you need mountaineering experience it is such a beautiful mountain at unbound we believe in the power of unhinged minds and untamed ideas of people from all walks of life as we sit to talk with some of them we are listening to your voice too so share your ideas thoughts or takeaways from this podcast as a review on apple podcast or just drop us a message on instagram at the rate unbound with mamta you can also mail us at unboundwithmamta@gmail.com and remember to subscribe and follow this podcast and stay connected with us what is your biggest weakness sachi if you were to ask you that is a good question and maybe to some extent i may be stubborn in this if i have set my mind to do something i would go ahead anyway not in a foolish way of course uh, if it comes to climbing mountains i'll make sure that i'm prepared what's your fomo what's your fear of missing out in life if someone close to me is somewhere and i'm not <laughs> whether it's on a trip or whether you know it's going and seeing uh, a favorite band somewhere i think that would be my fear of missing out Also I do have big goals for myself. You know, I want to keep growing in different ways. I want to explore new sides of me. So me as a speaker, 
of course now it's um, currently it the focus is on me as an author and as a writer but what else is it that i can do uh, perhaps taking on a new hobby like playing the piano again that came to a standstill because of the pandemic i did start that before so i am very growth oriented that way so i like to keep pushing myself to go further of course it's not like i just you know go way up to the top uh, just like that you do fall and fail <laughs> but eventually i feel that you do get there yeah so basically that's the mindset and attitude that you have towards life super what's your f- jomo in that case what is what are things that you actually like to miss out on your joy of missing out very busy malls busy shopping places definitely or yeah mundane activities quite frankly whatever there is not enough mental stimulation i just try to avoid those things or places all right what about role models and mentors uh, who have inspired you guided you in life there have been many frankly uh, from my mom to my aunts to my bosses at work there has been so much to learn from each and every one of them and i feel that today who i am as a professional as well there has been something or the other that each of them have given me so i wouldn't take one name uh, because i feel that that would be unfair but there is there has always been something to learn from everyone even for my book there's a friend of mine who really egg me on to keep trying to keep reaching out to as many publishers and you know to keep perfecting my draft for the book so there have been people at various junctures in my life who have helped me become who i am today amazing what about movies or interactions or maybe even shows that have influenced you or in some way your decision making or choices in life i think uh, well if i can recently as watching national geographic's limitless with the um, chris hemsworth where they're talking about mental barriers that you can overcome to live a long healthy life i feel on some level i have been uh, inspired by that particular show again since i i'm very focused on self improvement and you know what what more can be done um that would be one of them otherwise there is this movie which you may have heard of it's called zindagi na milegi dobara <laughs> i really love that film and i love to live by it because uh, you never know life is so short what about the movie uchai have you seen it have you watched it I actually have not seen it. <laughs> I want to, but I, it just hasn't happened so far. What about books that you're currently reading? Are you an avid reader now that you're an author? I mean, have you always been in the habit of reading as well? I have been. Um currently I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits. <laughs> And uh I also started reading Tomb of Sand, which is uh, this or rather last year's international booker prize winner so there's always a bunch of books actually lying on my bedside table so while you are actually not traveling is your mind very focused or does it wander it's actually very focused on the task at hand so if i'm at work i'm at work 100% if i'm traveling somewhere then of course i like to be in the moment and enjoy it and 
nurture it yeah that's just who i am what about your own book sachi dreaming of everest tell us something about it your again not to mention that of course this is your inspiration from everest but what more why dreaming of everest you've already done everest right i have now i think i need to dream of something else next <laughs> um so my book honestly my hope is to inspire people to chase their dreams and to find their own everest whatever it may be in their lives that's what i want them to take away from this even if they're not into trekking so it's been written from that uh mindset quite frankly and uh, through my own experience of being on that journey facing those challenges in the form of poor weather poor health and just still managing to emerge victorious or get to or reach new heights it's it's that what i want people to take away from this book and i just like to add that um, again it was one of those coincidences where i got to meet peter hillary uh, the son of sir edmund hillary the same year that i had gone yeah the same year that i went for this trek and he's the one who's actually written the foreword for my book Oh wow! Super. We'll give you a drum roll on this, Sachi. <laughs> this is awesome. You you gotta be lucky for that to happen, man. I I, <laughs> I mean, of course, you you've done your bit, but something like that to really come is amazing. Especially for my first book, and that's about Everest. So it's you know things just connect. Like Steve Jobs used to say, you know, you can always connect the dots going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's one of those things. Absolutely. In retrospect, everything makes sense. I always say that. <laughs> so one big learning that COVID has been for you, this adventurer traveler. Did you get completely trapped, or was there another level of finding yourself that happened in COVID? So I actually was very productive during COVID. I was at home in Chandigarh. and i wrote this book during that time oh wow so that was one of the things i did but i also did continue climbing so i was in manali for a couple of months in 2020 and then again uh, the next year and i was just climbing mountains no 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 you got to hold this you got to hold the whole world is in their houses locked up and you were climbing mountains and so this was after of course the first wave so this is somewhere you know towards autumn when things had sort of semi opened up but not completely so yeah that is when i went i found this homestay and there were people because i was also working remotely at the time so on weekends or on day days off i would go and uh, chalk out new trails and yeah just go climb so i think that i had some of the most wonderful times and i had some friends who are from the mountaineering fraternity who were kind enough to take me to some of these amazing places but if i have to look at the bright side this would definitely be it just the opportunity to work remotely because none of us had thought that that was possible and of course now we're going back to the same old um you know regular 
office um, work mode. But that was just so refreshing. Super! I'm glad that you could make such beautiful things in in times of adversity, which is like. Again, you got to be lucky for that. <laughs> Your mantra for dealing with failures and mistakes, Sachi. How do you really, you know, pull yourself together and just dust it off uh, when there is a failure or there is a complete disaster that you're faced with? Honestly, my mantra is to keep going. And it's not like I have not failed or I don't face challenges from time to time. I do. but then you just have to keep your head down and think how you can think about how you can overcome that particular challenge super it's interesting that you say that because you're somebody who's always looking outwardly for challenges to up your game and when failure strikes to any of us i mean that is the key that you actually go all inward and you know shrink in and find your own answers till the time of course you gather yourselves back up and be out there so that's an interesting perspective really how do you travel in cases where they it is a solo travel or a remotest town or where there is maybe there are issues with transportation or even with staying uh, independently into these remote places which may be even out of uh contact region etc how do you really make that happen and yet remain on the safe side of things how do you do this so i definitely plan my trips well in advance i do my research i'll go to a hotel or a bnb which has good reviews uh, besides that i'll try to find a local contact um that always is helpful because someone always know someone <laughs> somewhere so it's always uh, helpful to make use of your network and uh, just keep your wits about you frankly because a lot of times when things go wrong you can feel that something is off and if something is then just trust your gut and try to get out of the situation in the best possible way that you can Uh, some pepper spray also helps. Ha, uh, pepper spray. Yeah. <laughs> some pepper spray. <laughs> All right. What about biases, uh, Sachi? Like again, coming back to gender gaps and biases, have you actually faced any? I mean, be it education, work, personal life, even travel, um, have they come in your way ever? Luckily, no, not really. I haven't faced anything of the sort. And what about some of your own biases? Are you biased towards something in life? Close-minded people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So your go-to travel destination where you can just keep going again and again and again. Is there any such place for you? Kasauli. That has to be my go-to place. Because it's close to home. Been going there since I was a kid. So many, many memories are attached to that place. Super, and if you are allowed to do a time travel, <laughs> which era would you like to be in? Oh, the nineteen twenties. Okay, and why? Rock, or uh, perhaps even in England. And I'm quite a fan of um, those times. I just feel that you know there was a lot of changes uh, that were happening in society and just generally as well. I like simpler times. Would you still want to be in India or somewhere? England. 
Okay, so now we are almost at the fag end of the show. But before that, there is a fireside chat, like I call it, rapid reflex round, which we got to finish up fast. So this is a volley of questions I'm going to throw on you and I want your answer in maybe a word or two. So are you ready for this, Sachi? Yes, I am. All right, take a deep breath and let's get started. When in doubt, you like to wonder. Mm, never have you ever complete the sentence. Eaten a spider. Traveling light means letting your inhibitions go. If not earth, then you would like to go to the moon. Your favorite food? Butter chicken. Your life purpose is to inspire people to get out of their comfort zone. One thing you wish parents never said to their children. You can't do this. And one thing you wish or you would like to change about our education system. To have our outdoor activities, perhaps make them compulsory so that a child has that well-rounded development. I wish I had had these experiences when I was in school. All right. Love to you is? Necessary. And Everest to you is? Ever space camp. <laughs> All right. With that, we come to the end of the show. You have really and truly come unbound. On the parting note, I would just like to say, may you keep climbing each summit with even more strength and power and emerge taller than any Everest in your life. Thanks for inspiring us, sharing your joy, purpose, vision and journey with us. We wish you an unbounded success ahead. Thank you so much, Mamta. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. And just for the listeners, I would like to say you can grab a copy of the book on Amazon, Flipkart, anywhere else, Kindle. So please give it a read. Let me know what you think. Super. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to know from you what idea or insight you unboxed from today's conversation. Just drop me a message over LinkedIn or in my inbox and remember to follow this podcast so that when the next episode drops, you can join me for yet another one too. Keep coming and keep unbounding. Till then, this is your host Mamta signing off.